episode 452. Thank you all for listening to episode 451, Fahrenheit WWE. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Betting Bear. Parlay Parrot. Back to Gambling Gray. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. He's going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. San Francisco, California. Hopefully Dallas is. Thank you to Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, you know where to go. Get yourself to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. And make sure you get to amazon.com and buy his book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. So uh, the for those that are wondering what the hell is Fahrenheit WWE mean, episode 451. If any of you read books, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451, it was about burning books and WWE is burning. So it's perfect. So we'll see what happens with WWE. We'll hit that as it comes. Looks like Dub just put in his picks. Let's see that. Nice, nice Dub. Uh, but we're going to go into Jaw first. Um, Bear. What happened last week? I know Tom Kim was a bad pick for me and Cody. Uh, yeah, he started. I think he started like four over through his first five holes. Never really recovered from there. I think he ends up shooting decent on Saturday, but still missed the cut by two or three strokes, I think. Um, unfortunately, yeah, he, he did not have a good day. And that's that's kind of why I try to avoid these experts who say, oh, he's uh, you know, he can do anything on any course. Well, we just saw he didn't because he got roasted by these greens. I think he lost like eight strokes on the putting green. His ball striking and driving was great. Uh, his putting was very, very bad. So how's, how's that go? Drive for show, putt for dough? No, yeah, and, and he did not. Um, but he's uh, back in it this week at the American Express. So now that everyone's down on him, don't be surprised when he comes out and gets a top 10 or some shit like that. Um but, yeah, uh, come from behind win two weeks in a row now to start the year. Um, and there's a certain person on the podcast who's two and two from his come from behind golf pick wins. Um, but, yeah, Siwoo Kim shoots 64-64 on the weekend to beat Hayden Buckley by one. Um, and Buckley pretty much uh, led from about mid-Friday until the 13th, 14th hole on Sunday pretty much. And they went back and forth. Um, Kim had the lead, then Buckley had the lead, then Kim had the lead, um, and then ended up holding on to it to get his uh, first win of the season. So Siwoo Kim, who played well in the century, um, comes through. And when did you put that bet in there, uh, Gambling Gray? That was on Friday, right? So Gambling Gray put in a $20 bet on Siwoo Kim, who was sitting in fifth, I think, at the time. And was a plus sixteen hundred odds. So you put in a hundred, you get sixteen hundred. Wide, well, just played twenty, so I won three forty. And uh, week one, I had John Rahm off the start, ten bucks for seventy. So, hey man, seven times my money there, and and uh, looking happy with the other. So, sixteen times my money. So two for two on the uh, golf pick so far, making me money. Yeah, you got to. Uh, the problem is we don't podcast on those days, so <laughs> yeah, we can't tell anybody. Yeah, we need the we need the mid podcast uh, golf pick. Maybe we'll start tweeting out what we do if you guys paid attention to our Twitter, um, just to just to say we're on them. But uh, there are slips. There is proof. Actually, there was a text. Maybe we'll put you on the group text if you listen to us. That would be yeah, really all sixteen good. of you. So 
we'll get you on the group text and uh i'm looking forward to no it was it was pretty neat you know and i i started watching that whole i think 13 or 14 and then i forgot about it came down here started playing Fortnite, and uh i i didn't know i won until my uncle called and said hey great pick see who kim like he's uh he won i was like what and he's like yeah hold out and i didn't know he hold out on one and i was like really he's like yeah and then he ended up winning i was like that's awesome and uh speaking of which so uh i don't know what we call him robbie in the lobby or robbie the roaster gambler so he because he doesn't care started out with three grand in his uh in his DraftKings. he uses DraftKings. as of yesterday this morning he was up to ten thousand. so he pulled out his money he originally invested he's up seven grand and he bet about a thousand tonight on on basketball. his thing is basketball he bets the over-unders he bets points scored rebounds assist that's his game that's mm-hmm. where he makes his money he loves playing that that's probably my favorite too is i've been getting more and more into that um yeah that one is definitely one of my favorites i really enjoy i really enjoy that aspect of points rebounds assists especially when i mean it's just almost kind of like clockwork for the stars like you know like last game luca played like absolute dog shit and got 3 days of rest so you kind of know that he's going to kind of blow up today, especially against Atlanta, which I think he's already like 19, five and five or something like that at halftime. I mean, so and I think he had to get plus 30 or plus 35 is what he had mm-hmm. bet on for that one. Yeah. And I mean, it's good because you have alternates and you can bet down on it or whatever. I mean, I like to do that and I like to do the um, I like to do like uh, alternate points. So I try to run like 20 plus and try to get guys to score 20 plus pretty much and try to do like five or six of those. So that's um, what I, that's what I've been doing. That's what I was yep. doing. And that's doing. what Parrot does. And it's smart. Like I started doing that a little bit, but it wouldn't let, because I was trying to use free bets, but I need to do what Parrot does. Go to the alternates, drop down on some of these and build a nice parlay and put, you know, a couple bucks on it. And, hey, it pays out. Yeah. Literally I think it's smart. I mean, and like look, look up stat, like literally just type in the name on Google and like you can look at their stats for like the last 10 games and just see what they're like just averaging and just bet yeah. like bet down like they're averaging 22. Like, so bet the 15 plus points, you know, if they're averaging eight rebounds, I'll do like six or you know, four even, you know, depending on what the odds are. But if you do smart. a bunch of those, the odds add up. No, it's smart. And, you know, we had a, and Bear knows this, I gave a parlay. I think you played off it too. We played off Robbie's parlay of Niners to win, McCaffrey over 80 rushing yards, Debo over 40 receiving yards. And what did I tell you my concern was? Kittle scoring a tutty. And then, and that's what happened. That's where we broke. And I wasn't watching the game. I was like intermittently watching. And I saw him make a catch in the end zone. I'm like, dope. You know, we're there. And then you told me, you're like, oh, it was a two point. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, because I was looking on ESPN, I'm like, he didn't score. Like, who the hell scored? Yeah. And then you you said it to me. And I was like, oh, damn it. Yep. And then and when there was like five minutes left, I'm like, they're not going to throw it to him in the end zone. It's over. It's done. But it's fine. It was a, it was a free bet from Robbie. So thank you. But, uh, you know, the Siwoo Kim bet paid off to circle back to golf. And, um, you know, we'll talk more about our, our betting for this week. But this week we got the American Express at La Quinta Country Club. 
PGA West. Uh, yeah, PGA West. Um, yeah, uh, always a good tournament. This is the one that has the crazy bunker on 16, which I'm sure they'll show a million times during the broadcast where it's like an 80-foot dip that if you hit down there, you have to hit back up oh, on. Did you say 80 foot? Oh, yeah. they. I mean, you have stairs to go down there. Like it, It's no joke. Holy um, shit. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but, yeah, last year, um, Adam Long ended up winning this tournament. Hadwin was second. Mickelson was second as well. I don't think Mickelson will be second this year. <laughs> good guess. And actually, two years ago, Siwoo Kim won this tournament. So, just... FYI, he's, he's, he played well at the uh, said he played well at the tournament of champions. He obviously won the Sony. So, see Wu, I, I would wait again. Maybe he'll have another big come from behind. Um, but yeah, see Wu is up there, and then also uh, Cantlay finished second. Cantlay, Cantlay's kind of due for a win at this course. So I actually did put some money on him. Um, I'm not picking him this week in our because obviously Cantlay is a great one for a major, um, but. Patrick Cantlay is a a good pick to um he's a good pick to have this week if you want to play Cantlay bet a little bit on him for more of a favorite. Um but this week I'm going to go with Brian Harmon. Also oh, been you- playing well, has some good course history here, so we'll go with the lefty. So you're 12 and a half points dub at 16 and a half took Sam Burns. Uh Parrot, you're at 26 and a half. Who are you taking this week? I'm going to go with Cam Davis this week. All right. And then I'm going to go Sung JM. I like to use him early usually, and last year didn't bode well for me, I don't think, if I remember correctly. Uh, maybe I didn't use him early. Used him late. Oh, I used him mid-round. He finished second. Well, should have saved him. But, get oh, well, another, maybe we'll get another two. two. I need a two. I need to get this average back all i've scored is sevens so i'll take a another seven, seven. 17 this week maybe or just another seven so it's all sevens seven could work seven a 77 so we'll see i mean and, and cody maybe he'll give a pick we'll see um <laughs> we don't know what cody does nowadays but maybe he'll give a pick but one thing i realized i just realized we didn't do mm-hmm. is we didn't pick our fedex cup champ yeah which um is okay. We're only two weeks into the season, technically. Um, yeah, FedEx Cup champ for the year. Mm-mm-mm. Who won last year? Rory. Rory ended up getting it last year. Yep. Right, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm go with Scotty Scheffler this year. He's playing his first tournament this week. Well, he played at the Century, but his first real tournament this week. Nice. And Parrot, what do you think? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go John Rom this year. John Rom. Kind of who I was between was Rom and Scheffler. Yeah, I was going to go Scheffler, but since you took him, that's why I went Rom. Yeah, so looking at the, the futures bets, Rory's at plus 650, Scotty Scheffler plus 1,200, Fitzpatrick plus 2,000, Tom Kim plus 2,800. Just uh, just some of the guys that are in there at some of your betting odds at this point. 
And uh, this year, it looks like the prize is $18 million. Ooh, baby. What do you think? That's a little bit of money, ain't it? I like it. Nothing better than that. I don't know. What, it's going up. Yeah, it's, it's going up. Um, you know, I got to think about this, who I want to take. But you know what? I think I'm going to go to a guy I took a few years back because I almost screwed myself last year. So give me uh, Xander as, as uh, Dub would say, Shoufle. Mr. Shoufle. Xander Shoufle is my guy this year. So let's go Xander. Yeah, he um he needs to just play more tournaments, I think. He's got to get some wins. Got to get some dubs. Yeah, he does. it's very possible, but he's got to got to do it. Yeah, we got to we got he's got to just play exactly exactly what you said. Playing is important. <laughs> and you got to build up those points. So just don't dodge tournaments and I know now they're trying to get more for guys to actually play in these in-between tournaments. Because what did what did what did they change that they're trying to get guys to play more this year? Um, it was, was it the purses. Well, it was your guaranteed money. They okay. kind of yeah, they're kind of trying to they they're raising the purses but giving more guaranteed money if you played X amount of events, kind of like live, you know, but actual guaranteed money. Speaking of live, uh, live is signing a deal with the CW. CW. Yeah, um, I mean, whatever, they're getting on TV, it's better than streaming on YouTube, um, but again, it's the CW, and I don't know how many households that's in, so. <laughs> yeah, the CW is one of the, I don't even think it's a channel on Hulu Live. Yeah. I watch it the next day, so, you know, it's, they, it was, it was owned, and now it's owned 12 and a half percent, I think I sent it to you guys, Paramount owns 12 and a half, and then Warner Brothers owns the other 12 and a half, and then 75 percent so, owned by the, the maybe. Yeah, maybe it gets them on Paramount Plus. I mean, that's that's going to be what they're going to need. They're going to need a streaming service to pick them up, not just a CW. So we'll yeah, see they, how. They I definitely mean, do. Yeah, that's going to be the only thing that will help them in this whole ordeal. Yep, and uh, and we'll see what happens. I mean, we've, we've got time. Live Golf is fine. They got money, and um, all that money I saw, it's up to $650 billion now in the Saudi fund is insane it was 600 billion last year so they can just hand out that money i mean kind of what they're doing so going into the nfl last week we had a um really one uh, i don't really we want to say it was upsets because i mean all of us got some wins dub was five and one bear was five and one the rest of us were four and two um, the Giants winning was kind of a surprise, but they played them well during week 16. So uh, technically there was only, I mean, there was two upsets last week. Um, point wise, it's the Jags and the Giants. The Jags were a one to two point dog and the Giants were a three to four point dog. So, right. And, you know, it was, it was fine. Niners rolled Seattle Jags. Awesome. comeback down 27, nothing. Talk about tale of two halves. He comes out through what through four picks in the first half and four, four tutties in the four second. Tutties in the second, and uh, yeah, I wish I had more cojones to put uh, money on, money the, on Jags the Jags money line. I I got him at fifteen and a half plus fifteen and a half when it was twenty seven seven at halftime. I was like, well, plus fifteen and a half, the Jags will make it a game. Probably won't win, but they'll make it a game. What was what were the betting odds when it was twenty seven nothing? 
I don't remember. Someone asked me that. I don't remember the money line. I got plus 15 and a half at plus 100 odds, which was nice. Normally it's you know, minus 110 or something. So I just got it at the plus line, um, which was perfect. So, yeah, it was that was a hell of a game. Um, you know, Seahawks hung with the Niners for a little bit, and then the Niners pretty much put their, put their foots on the Seahawks' throats and kind of blew them out. Um, the Dolphins and Bills, surprisingly, was a good game. Um, didn't really see that coming with Skylar Thompson. If uh, Skylar Thompson's wide receivers could have caught the ball and um, Mike McDaniel was too busy vaping the entire time, they probably could have got some plays in, wouldn't have had 18 delay of games. Um, they could have knocked the Bills out very easily, um, very easily. And then yep. Giants, I mean, Giants – what I think the Vikings scored the first touchdown. The Giants just took over from there. Uh, yes, they they, right after that, um, they pretty much led the whole game. Um, played really good. Daniel Jones is playing some really good football, and healthy Saquon is a scary, scary man. So they're gonna they're gonna be in a dogfight with the Eagles this weekend. Um, Bengals and Ravens also was a good game. I mean, seventeen seventeen. Ravens going to score and. Uh, I don't know who the linebacker was that made the play linebacker or safety who made the play on Huntley trying to reach his five foot nine body over a goal line by a full yard. Logan Wilson knocked it out and Sam, Sam Hubbard, Sam Hubbard took it back. Buckeye. Um, yeah, I was, I'm pretty sure I was sitting there. I was in bed. My eyes were just, I was done. Like I was out and all I hear is, Oh, what a fumble. So of course I wake up and I had to watch the rest of the game after that. But was that a Saturday night? Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I had a rough Saturday night. So. Yeah. Oh, I could imagine. <laughs> the, uh, you know, imagine you did. Did, so uh, did our did our champ? Was he able to make it? No, it was no one else came. It was me, Nate, and uh, Caputo. Yeah, I had to put on there. I was like, I can't, you know, I can't make it. And um, it you're was the fun. only one who had a legitimate excuse. Yeah, I know. You you but, see, that's what it is. But I think we need to change from Nate's basement to Nick's basement because his basement is. Awesome. That's, dope. That's what I just from the pictures. Awesome. Um, yeah, it is slick. So we should move it there. But uh, that'll be a that'll be a question later on down the line. Um, yeah, no, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. And then Monday night, um, you know, the Cowboys, I wouldn't say surprised, uh, you know, <laughs> I, hate, her. I wish I, I could have bet saying, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate saying um, I hate saying things like that to jinx them, but. Yeah, they played like shit against Washington, but they didn't do anything. It was so vanilla. Like everyone knew it was vanilla. Now, did I think that they were just going to absolutely stomp on the Bucks like no other? I did not. Um, but what I did think was that they would put up a fight and they looked really good. And Dak probably played, I'd say, the best game, second best game of his career. Yeah, it was really good. Um, he looked it, was, it was up there and um, it was a great time to have it. Absolutely dominated the Bucks. Um, and pretty much retired Tommy from Tampa. So it's perfect. I love it. They finally got their win against Tom, um, and they finally got their first road win in 30 years. So Parrot finally got to see a Cowboys road win in his life. Playoff, road playoff win. Yeah. So that was, it was good. It was great to see. I was happy. Um, and then they got another tough one this week. But, again, I kind of want to stay a little bit more quiet on it. We'll get there when we make the picks. But – who have the Niners played in the last five weeks? Right. It's uh they haven't played anybody. I mean, they're a tough team. I mean, they're they're tough. Brock hundred percent the Niners. They're, I still think complete. I still think they're the best team in the NFC. I agree. Left. I think they were the best team in the NFC going into the playoffs. Um, but again, 
when you again, I mean, I'm not degrading the Seahawks in any way. It's a division rival. It's a tough game, but the Seahawks were not that great this year. Um, and they just, you know, and they got, I think the first game that Purdy played was against Tampa and we just saw what Dallas did to Tampa. So, you know, you're looking at it, but they got two extra, they get two extra days now. Um, and that's where the fairness of the NFL can come into place and why they shouldn't have Monday night games, but put a chip on their shoulder and come down and try to take one in San Fran, just like in the nineties. So two years in a row, Dallas plays San Fran in the playoffs. See if they can stop Debo this year. Yeah. And, well, now McCaffrey too. Um, and I and Kittle. Kittle, Brock Purdy, you know, anybody. <laughs> Brock Purdy looking like a stud. Let's see if we can change that though. Um, are we getting, is Curse going to make it or is he done? I don't know. I didn't see anything. I don't know if anything came out with it yet. So. Okay. Well, I mean, we, we've, we've got time and um, should be interesting to see this weekend and what happens. I mean, it's going to be some fun games. I mean, I'm really looking forward to all of them because really when you look at all of those matchups, either of the team can win in every matchup, like easily win. I, and I think people are going to, and we'll just talk about this first game, Jags and Chiefs. I really think people are going to overlook Jacksonville. And I don't think they're going to get beat as much as people say they are. And what what's the line right now? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yep. I would take the Jags into points all day. And I'm actually going to get a little crazy, and I'm going to take the Jags to win. Okay. I mean, I like it. I hope they do. I really do. I like seeing – you know, I think they're a scrappy team. Um, but Kansas City did beat them in Kansas City – about six weeks ago, I think. Um, and it was a different Jags team, totally different Jags team than what they are now. But the problem is this isn't the Chargers. You can't get down 27 to nothing on the Chiefs because you're not coming back. Um, and I think that the Jags will keep it kind of tight, but I think at the end of the day, um, the Chiefs are going to win. And I say the Chiefs end up – I say the Chiefs win like 30 to 23, something like that. Um, but – Really quick, I'll go to my, because this kind of runs on this, my bet of the week, which technically I made on Monday before the Cowboys game. So I took, I want everyone to follow after, but I took Cowboys minus two and a half, Jaguars plus eight and a half, Giants plus seven and a half, Bengals plus four and a half. So I took all the dogs going into this week. Nice. I got plus 1230 on it. So did you, uh, did you do a alternate or no? Nope. I, those were the lines I got on Monday at probably like seven o'clock when I made the bet. Nice. So Cowboys just said right minus Cowboys two. Game. No, no, no. I got it before. So I bet Cowboys minus two and a half against Tampa. So I already won that. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yep. So I had them. No, I think they're plus three, um, maybe four. I can't remember what it is, but if they're four, take it. If it's three, push range. Yep. All right. Parrot, Jags, Chiefs. Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs. All right, next game, we got the uh, Giants and Eagles, NFC beast rivalry here. Three teams out of the four left in the NFC are from the east. Giants and Eagles, Bear. Um, Again, Eagles destroyed the Giants in Philadelphia uh, about five weeks ago. But, again, it's you got to come to the team that's playing hot. Hurts is going to be a little rusty. Um, I'm not going to be shocked if the Giants get out to a quick lead and build on it, but their defense I just don't think is going to be good enough. And they're going to – Wink Martindale is going to try and – he's going to try and blitz Hurts, and if he doesn't contain him, he's done. And I don't think they're going to be able to contain him again. So I got to go Eagles close. Um, 
23-20. So Chefs for Dub, by the way, Eagles for Dub. I'm also going to Eagles. Um, Brian Davel, Dayball, outside of Doug Peterson, I think Coach of the Year, Mike Tommy, you can argue all of them. But Giants, nobody expected, nobody at all. So Brian's probably the coach of the year. And, um, I mean, also Doug Peterson, what he's been able to do with the Jacksonville Jaguars is unbelievable. But I still think the Eagles have this. Uh, as you said, just kind of echoing what you said, Hurts probably going to come out a little rusty, but and the Giants have to, in order to have a chance to win this game, come out on fire, strong, get a lead, 10-0, 14-0, and then – shut them down, slow them down. You don't have to shut them down every time, but just build a lead and keep trying to score. And hit Jalen Hurts. His shoulder is not 100%. It's probably not even 75%. You have to hit him. Make him feel uncomfortable because when he gets hit, he tends to make bad throws. Hurts, uh, he he likes to overthrow the ball, and if he comes out a little shaky, um, if he gets hit a couple times by Thibodeau, who, by the way, has been hot the last three games, I mean hot coming off the edge – if he gets to Hurts and he lands on that shoulder wrong, they're going to be in trouble because we know Gardner ain't winning that game. And and somebody, the key to this game that nobody will talk about is Daniel Jones. If he can run on Philly, they got a legitimate shot to win that game. He's got to be able to run. And, I mean, nobody gives him the credit he deserves this year. He looked great. Danny Dimes was on point, getting a lot of rushing yards, which opens – if he he's – He's a mobile quarterback, and people don't look at him as a mobile quarterback. A lot of people don't. And if he opens that up, if he gets Saquon going, and then he can drop back in the pocket and have some open guys or take off running, it just opens it up for the Giants. And we'll see. I mean, I think it's going to be close, like you said. I like the 23-20 score. Um, one, more, one more thing. Crazy stat that I saw today. Guess what the Giants' record is against number one seeds in the NFC in the playoffs all time. Five and zero, six and zero. Oh shit! Never lost to a number one seed in the playoffs ever. Wow, six and zero. Yeah, I mean it's it's unbelievable. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you know how history history has those weird ways of working. But you're right. I totally agree with you. And if you still are playing DraftKings lineups like I am, Daniel Jones is going to be cheap this week. He'll be a great quarterback to play. Great quarterback to play for the weekend slate. He'll probably be the cheapest quarterback, maybe besides Lawrence. On the weekend slate, he would be a good one to play. I think it'll be him and then Purdy and then Lawrence. I think Purdy might be lower than him, maybe, just because it's still Purdy, but um, we'll see. Yeah. We're going to see. Fair, what do you think? Any of those QBs can play well. I'm kind of with you guys on this. I think the Eagles are going to win. Um, but I do think the Giants are going to get put up a fight. And like you guys are saying, they can get Jalen Hurts uncomfortable and hit him a couple times. And Daniel Jones can run a ball and throw the ball. The Giants have a good shot to win too. So, But I'm going to go with the Eagles this week. All right. Uh, the game of the week for Parrot. So I'm going to go to you first, Parrot. Bengals at Bills. Well, we fi- can finally see the game that we, un- we never got to see um, in Buffalo. They're plus five and a half, and I think that's a little. I think that's a little high. That's actually in my bet this week, um, but I think I think the Bengals win this game. I think they they're down three offensive linemen right now, but I think 
they have guys in there that can do enough to, you know, give Burrow the time. I don't think the Bills are going to pressure as much as Baltimore does. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I think it could be one of those games that it comes down to who has the ball last, you know. Yep. Um, so I'm going Bengals in a close one. I'm going – I'm going to go 35 – I'm going to go 35-30 Cincy. Um, so, uh, one of us bears champion is out super bowl pick. So it's down to me and you. So if the bills win, my team's still alive. If the Bengals win, your team's still alive parrot. So we're going to see, um, when they played, when they played last time, when that unfortunate event happened with DeMar, um, it was in Cincinnati and the Bengals were, if that game would have kept going and that incident didn't happen, the Bengals were looking sure as shit, like they were going to win that game. No problem. Um, things a little different now. Uh, they're in Buffalo. You got Bills Mafia. Didn't play well this past weekend. Both teams have to show up this week. Both Neither team really well. showed up last yeah. week. Both teams so, didn't play well, but they both played division rivals, and people don't understand that's tough how to tough do. that is in the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, should Cincinnati have killed Baltimore? Absolutely. Should the Bills have killed um, the Dolphins? 100%. They both were on backup. I mean, they're on, you know, backup third string quarterbacks. There's no reason. And that, and at that playing three times, like playing a team back to back weeks, that's tough, man. Especially yeah. it being with the division rival, plus it being the extra third game. That's tough to do. You know, they know what you're gonna do. You you know what I mean? It's 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 gonna be a tough game. It's Baltimore. Right. Yep. Always. And um, I'm gonna take Buffalo. I think the five and a half line is right. I'm gonna actually take Buffalo to win by seven. And um I think it comes down to that last drive. Like you said, Burrow is going to have to score a tutty, and they're not going to. Um, so I think it's going to be – I think 35 was on a mark, but I think it's going to be 35-28 Bills. So give me the Bills here. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. They're going to play for DeMar, and, um, you know, they're going to ride that train. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if DeMar's there. Um, and, yeah, the, the Bengals are down three offensive linemen, but the problem is the Bills don't have – Von Miller. So you can't really attack the edge. Um, they have Ed Oliver up the middle. That's about their best attacking. The Bills defense is not that good. Um, that's the big thing. So we got to go through and understand that they're going to give Burrow time to throw. This is going to be a whole different game. And I think you're right. In Cincinnati, the Bengals were 100% going to crush, I think, the Bills. Um, probably is going to be a good game. But I mean, they were, they were about to go up 14 to three. Um, in that game. And I think that's going to carry over. Um, you know, I think it's going to be really nice. I'm sure they'll all be there for DeMar. They're all in the field and all experience the same thing. One of them happened to be, you know, one team happens to be a teammate, but the other team was out there still rooting for him. It's not like it's, you know, it doesn't matter. Right. A lot of Bengals guys went to the hospital for him. So I, while they're going to want to play for DeMar, I just, Allen watching Allen last week, what happened? He made a lot of mistakes and he kept the dolphins in that game. This Bengals defense has been playing really well lately. They've had, I think now, like six turnovers in their last two games. Um, so I'm going to go Bengals here. I think the Bengals beat the Bills in Buffalo. Um, and I think it sets up with what they want, a rematch with the Chiefs in Kansas City. And I also want to add to that, too, that Cincinnati's, you know, that lost you. Cincinnati, what? What? 
What? All right, well, while Parrot comes back around or resets his internet, um, give me Bengals 31-28. Okay. And his Parrot, we'll wait for him to get back eventually. Um, we'll go into the next game. Parrot, just shout out when you're uh, when you think you can talk, and we'll acknowledge you when we hear you. <laughs> Is that you? No. <laughs> the uh, All right. Uh, game of the week for Bear and I, Sunday afternoon, 4.30, right? Yep. No, 6.30. Yeah, 6.30. Afternoon, evening. Um, Cowboys at 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I think – I still think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. Um, I think this is going to be a really good game. And right now the Niners are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Dallas will cover three-and-a-half, but I think there's just going to be – there's just a little too much offense for Dallas to contend with. Um, but – the way they can win this game is by pressuring Brock Purdy, just like they did Tom Brady, make him uncomfortable, make him make mistakes. Remember, he is still a rookie. He still only has seven games under his belt. You can, I mean, you can make these kind of plays like they did against Brady where the defense was flying around the field. Um, Mike is a little beat up. Hopefully curse can go. He's definitely beat up, but Xavier Rhodes came in and looked kind of decent for an old man um, who used to be the lockdown corner, by the way, in the NFL knock a little rust off at the end of that Bucks game. Who knows, man? I mean, maybe he can play that kind of like hybrid safety role and not have to cover guys and be Xavier Rhodes, the ball hawk, and make some plays. But you got to shut down Christian McCaffrey. That's going to be tough to do. Got to shut down Debo Samuel. It's going to be tough to do. It still leaves other guys out there. But this, to me, if they're going to win, it'll be the Trayvon Diggs game and he'll have a pick six. Um, I called last week that Micah was going to have one of those jump pick sixes on Brady, and he almost did. He almost, he almost did. did. Almost threw right at him. So I'm calling this. I'm calling this week. If Dallas wins, Trayvon Diggs will have a pick six. But I'm still taking the Niners. Um, because I don't give a shit. Dub took the Niners as well, and the Bengals. Because I don't give a shit. Uh, I would take Dallas in the three and a half. Um, but I'm taking the Cowboys for the podcast. I'm going to be a homer and take so. them. I hope, uh, I hope they do win. Uh, if I was a betting man, I would take the Niners money line, but, uh, I'm not betting on this game. I try to stay away from Dallas and the Niners because I don't want it to have any influence on how I'm thinking that day. So I'm going to take the Cowboys here to win. All right. Back to your bangles first. You had to make a comment on it. Did, did you not catch anything I said there? No. Totally cut out. Well, any I was just gonna say, like, I feel like Cincinnati's playing with a little extra motivation right now, too, you know, because they do feel like they did get a little shafted out of that two seed with that game never getting played and them not having the opportunity for that two seed. So, I and then you know, I, I just feel like you know, they're they're playing tough. I feel like, like Bear said, that defense is playing tough when they need to, they're making a play when they have to. They just can they keep it up and you know they gotta force Allen into mistakes. Yep. And then what do you got for Niners Cowboys? I like the Niners on that. I just I I think they're the best team in football right now. All right. So that's it. I'm by myself with the Cowboys and Bills, and I hope I'm right for both. Um yeah, I mean I definitely hope you're right for the Cowboys, but I actually made a bet before the playoffs. I had Niners Bengals as my Super Bowl. So I'm going to stick with 
I'm going to stick with my guns of what I picked right before the playoffs started. But 100%, I hope the Cowboys fucking smoke them. <laughs> I hope we get Cowboys and I want, Bills and the Cowboys. I want the, win I want the, the Eagles. I want the Eagles one more time for real. For real. I do too. And, uh, and if the Giants win, great. Let's beat them again. And um, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to be a different Giants team because they, they if they win against the Eagles, we win against the Niners, they come in. It's going to be a different Giants team they haven't seen yet. And they played them well both times. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, Jeremy had to roll, but he did give us trivia. You got the updated standings, Bear? I do, yes. Um, we only played one week. It is uh, Gray, two. Cody, zero. Bear, two. Dub, zero. Parrot, two. We're all tied. All right. He's working third shift, so he has to leave soon. So I just want to have one for tonight. For three points, what quarterback has thrown 25 touchdowns in playoff games without ever being named to a Pro Bowl in his career? Hint, he is still in the league. Got my answer. (sighs) What quarterback has thrown 25 touchdowns in playoffs games without being named to a Pro Bowl? This one just came to mind immediately. Seems like such a long time ago. So much has happened since then. It seems crazy. Is Brad Brad Johnson still in the NFL? He might be. I'm just trying to think of guys who never would have made the Pro Bowl but go to the playoffs more than not. Right. I mean, 25 is at at three a game is eight at least playoff games, eight, nine playoff games. Holy shit. It's a stab in the dark. I think I'm wrong, but we'll see. It's got to be some backup somewhere. Um, sorry, I'm trying to just rack my brain as I mumble along here. Mm. The pod has spoken. Perry, you got yours? Yeah. Really? Damn. You guys are good. Yeah. Probably uh, mine's probably so wrong. Okay. I think he's been named to a Pro Bowl, but um, I couldn't. I'm, I'm out of time. All right, let's go. Three, two, one, and go. Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett. I think all are good guesses, but I thought Dalton went to one. That's I had no I idea. Think he did too. Number thirty-three on the list is Steve Chain Falco. Flacco. Look at Andy yeah. Dalton, twenty-seven though. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking Nick Foles was out of the way off, but, you know, it's worth a shot. Joe Flacco, old elite Joe Flacco. Shane Falco for the win. No points this week for the podcast. Um, we, uh, What is your bet of the week? Go ahead, Parrot. Oh, um, one second here. By the way, speaking of which, Bear, I, got, I shot a uh, 75 at Torrey Pines last week. Nice. <laughs> Next time you go to San Diego, let me know. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the Actually invite, I have Dick. seen that course. It's freaking beautiful. Yeah, it was nice on a screen. <laughs> um, 
my pick this week, um, I have Jacksonville plus eight and a half. Um, I have put Bengals plus five and a half in the over at 48 and a half. That's my pick, free pick parlay plus like 340 something. I'm riding that one in this week. Yeah, and mine, I mean, obviously take your, I say, if don't even tease it, take the money or not the money line. I'm sorry. Take the spread on every underdog this week. Jags, eight and a half, Giants, seven and a half, Cowboys, three and a half, Bengals, five and a half. Take them all. It's the divisional round. Games are tight. Games are tough. I say take each of those this week. You don't need them to win. All you do is you need them to cover. And I think each of those teams are going to cover this week. Or the Jags get blown out by 30 and you lose right off the bat. And then you can bet the next three. <laughs> this is true. This is absolutely true. So just putting in my uh, putting in my parlay picks. So my picks this week, if the Jags, Eagles, Bills, and Cowboys win, that is going off in a parlay at plus 2120. Nice. So 10 bucks, which I might play on it for funsies, pays out 22203. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good return on investment there. So we'll see. I like to play these uh, off the wall ones that got a shot. That I don't know, man. Like last week, see Woo Kim just stuck out to me. It's like I think it's his time, and it just you get those feelings sometimes, and sometimes they pay off. Well, so, and you know, even if it doesn't hit, the Jags and Chiefs are the first game. So if it doesn't, run the next three. Don't quit. Right. That's the next thing. Is that obviously play within your means. But if you if you have a strong feeling and the Jags lose by a field goal, then go right back to it and then just run, you know, run Bills, Cowboys and um, um, and Eagles. You know, if that's what your next three are going to be, you're still going to get decent odds on it. Just don't go you know, crazy with it if you're not totally trusting it or just not bad. Like yep. <laughs> and then uh, last week, the uh, I think it was last week we had. A 25-year-old NBA attendance record broken in San Antonio when Golden State was there. 68,323 beat the Bulls against the Hawks, which was at 62,000. That's out of the way. So, and in wrestling, so sometime they last week. The Alamo Dome? Somewhere. Or even at the Alamo. They probably got 12 people there. Uh, WWE had a talent meeting before SmackDown last week. Triple H assured any talent who were worried about by reassuring them that Vince McMahon is back in WWE only to facilitate the selling of the company. He let the talent know there isn't a done deal yet as far as who WWE will be sold to. And he also let talent know that regardless of what's going on in the higher ups, he's still in charge of creative did keep it open while anything could happen. And then he does have discussions with Vince at the end of the day, triple H is the final say in creative. Hopefully it remains that way. We got uh, next week, we're going to have Royal Rumble picks, by the way. And uh, sorry this week for Hogan Warrior, those that you were looking for it, we're uh, doing Fortnite for episode two. So we'll get into that. week for Hogan Warrior, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, For sure. Yeah, I think so. We're going to be watching along on a Rumble from 30 years ago, probably, which is the 93 Mm. Royal Rumble. Mm. Was that the double elimination one? I think so. It's not a bad one. Flair was 92. Was that 94? 94 was Michael's first one. No, that was 95 because he won the title there. I think 94 was the double. 93, I think, was Yokozuna. Was it? I think so. 
I thought 94 Rumble. Oh, man. I think. Look it up. That's what I'm doing. I think you might be right. Royal Rumble 1994 was the double elimination. So 93 is Flair. No, 92 is Flair. And what's 93? So 94 is, like I said, 93 should be Yokozuna. Oh, yeah, he won, didn't he? Yep. I forgot he won one. Mm-hmm. Beat Savage. Nah, we're going to skip that one. Oh, that's a good one. All right, fine. We'll watch it. Yeah, it's a good match. That'll be our watch along. It's an hour long. Um, so it'll be a short, uh, short sports episode next week. So next week, Royal Rumble 93, going back to the Wayback Machine 30 years ago. Get it on the old Peacock. Might stream it on here. Parrot can watch along that way. And we'll be in good shape. A um, few other things to note. Brady and his loss through 66 passes, most in his career. You suck. I had a $10. I didn't know this, Bear. I forgot I had a $10 free bet in uh, MGM. Mm-hmm. And that's all I had left because I cashed everything out. I've cashed everything out. I cashed my 450 original investment and 1100 in winnings. Nice. So I've cashed out $1,550. Um, and uh, I bet $10. Plus 360 odds, Dak over two tutties, Dak 250 passing, Cowboys minus two and a half. Paid out 36, got my money. Hold on a second here. I'll give you my. So this week, this week I've had four parlays. I missed by one. This one I'm going to tell you I missed by two technically, but this one hurt. This one hurt bad. This was for the Cowboys. Let me pull it really fast. I was so close on this one. It was like a late one I put just right before the game started. This was a $5 bet. Would have won. It was plus 17 or 17,005 on the odds. Would have won 880 on it. Godwin over 65 yards. Dak over 225. Rashad White 20 receiving. Pollard over 54 and a half rushing. Cowboys two and a half. Under 45 and a half. Lamb over 69 and a half. What do you have? 69. 68. Oh. And I had Pollard anytime score, which was the other one I missed. But he almost scored on that one little screen that he had. He got down to the three or something like that. And that was when they got down on fourth and goal and Dak ran the naked boot in, which was amazing, by the way. Oh, it was it was a perfect captain in his left hand. It was was perfect. You the naked boot is one of the absolute best plays in football. That was remember, that was the play that Peyton Manning roasted Dallas on in that game when he was with Denver. Oh, yeah, when, when they blamed Tony Romo for the loss, even though he put up, what, 52? Yeah. And six okay. touchdowns. Yeah, right. Um, All right, so and- here, here's a quick one, too, that I'm chasing right now. So I got Luca 30-plus. He's got 28 with, like, eight minutes to go. Should get it. Garland, 20-plus. He's got 16 with two quarters to go. Josh Giddy 20-plus, which – where is he at right now? He's got he's got twelve, and uh, there's two sixteen left on the third, so he needs eight. Still got time, but that's a tight one. I got Bama Dedabo needs twenty plus. He's got seventeen, um, about end of the third, so he needs three points. Markinen, that game just started twenty five plus. He's got twenty one uh, mid second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> And I had Kyle Kuzma over 20. He's got 22. So check that one off the list. How, how much is that one for? 
Uh, that one is for $68, $3 bet. Nice. Oh, yeah, get it. So yeah. it's close, but I need it, – it's it's tight in there. And then uh, Jay Briscoe of the uh, yep. Briscoe Brothers tag team uh, died in a car accident this weekend. RIP to him and uh, and thoughts to the family, 38 years old, young, very young. Um, I found some other things. AEW is going to be in Dayton at the Nutter Center on February 1st. Wait, really? Yeah. February? Yeah. I think I have my class down there. Yeah, I think I'm staying there on the 31st, and my class is the first. <laughs> yeah, I just saw it uh, February 1st, it looks like. Uh, I did not know that Orange Cassidy's name is now freshly squeezed, Orange Cassidy. Ridiculous. This would be – this is – I'm pretty positive I am. Yep. <laughs> yep, staying at the Marriott at the University of Dayton on the 31st. Where do you think they're going to be? Right there. That's right there. Oh, shit. Yeah, because my class is actually the first. And I'm staying at the, oh, I might stay. I don't have anything on the second. <laughs> yeah, February 1st, tickets on sale. Um, so check that out. You got Jake Paul fighting Tommy Fury on the 25th. We didn't, we talked about it in text message. Um, Francis Ngannou it was released, and Bones Jones is fighting Cyril Gan for the heavyweight title. So finally, Bones is going up to heavyweight. Um, that one, <clears throat> that one will be, um, I think that Gain's going to beat him. Jones been out of it too long. Yeah. Awesome. It's going to be interesting. And then kind of to wrap up our show, I found this pretty cool thing about wrestling from back in the day. Harley Race, his first traveling partner was Happy Humphrey. I don't know if you knew who Happy Humphrey was. This is, uh, let's see if it shows up in the uh, little picture here. Come on. Come oh. on. Damn it. There it is. There's Happy. He Happy big. Humphrey. Okay. So Happy Humphrey weighed 700 pounds. Happy or Harley drove Happy Humphrey in a 1951 Pontiac custom made to fit his size with doors that open from front to back and reinforcing shock absorbers. Since Happy Humphrey couldn't fit in the ordinary showers, Harley would have to lay on the ground, pour liquid soap on his body, and then use a mop to scrub him and a garden hose to wash him off. Oh, geez. Harley Race most definitely paid his dues during his year, early years in the business. It should have been noted that Harley also had a great deal of respect for Happy, a remarkably kind person. Thought that was pretty neat. Um, good way to wrap up the show uh, for this week, episode 452. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping, All Wear Clothing, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and of course, Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Win your bets. Responsibly. Go Bengals. Okay.